By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Chancha. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam and then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to, from vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello to wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another installment of The Next Generation. So... We are still in the Vinitaly craziness, doing some wonderful interviews, all the wonderful noise, chaos around. It's a great time to be alive in Verona. So I'm so excited today because we're going to dive more into the Greco group, and then we're going to bring on a very lovely guest. Actually, she's from Taiwan, but she used to live in Italy, which is super, super cool. Excited to have her. But before that, we, like I said, going to do a little Greco dance. So Greco as you hopefully remember, but I will give you the opportunity now to go back to the previous podcast if you haven't listened to it and learn about Greco Group. It's a little confusing. I hope I did an okay job. If I did a terrible job, well, I'm going to re-explain a little bit now because kind of have to. So today I'm going to talk about Greco the Great. So as we recall from the last episode, the Greco Group has a few different grapes in it, all with the word Greco. And there is one that is just Greco, which we're going to talk about today. But then there's Greco Bianco, Greco Giallo, Greco Moro, Greco Nero. And then there's different grapes that aren't part of the group but have a formula of the name because it was a brand, right? Remember, like, at a time it was fashionable to name something Greco, whether it came from Greece or not. So, you know, Grecetto, Grecanico. Moving back to Greco, the great lone Greco on its own barca boat. We see that the easiest Greco to remember is without color or town or origin, just Greco, responsible for one of Italy's great wines. And you know what that is. <laughs> Greco di Tufo, which I adore. Greco is the name of the grape variety, and then Greco di Tufo is the name of the denomination in Campania that produces wine using the Greco variety. So there are also many different varieties named Greco Bianco in Calabria, and most of these are unrelated. Again, group, not family. Group, group, group. They're not related. Got it? Cool. So, like I said, the associated DOC through DOCGs you need to know is mostly Laval Greco di Tupfo, DOCG. There are some plantings in Tuscany and Apulia, but nothing, like, huge. You may find it when you do. You go, hey, that's Greco. Solo. Got it? So, in the vineyard, Greco is a late ripening grape. It has low vigor and productivity, and it's sensitive to disease. So it's really important to make site selection for the healthiest grapes. So if you're hedging towards viticulture, know that. Greco is a little pain in the butt, but makes great wine when you treat it right and find the right site. In the glass, 
Greco is a truly great Italian wine. It shows depth and impressive structure. Common threads running through all Greco wines include a deep lemon hue heading towards golden, high alcohol, a rich palate, oily mouthfeel, and marked acidity. And the aromas can go between flowers, peaches, and honey. Ooh, sounds wonderful, right? Now we're in, it's like spring, summer. Ooh. <laughs> so, and then the wines drink well young, yet yeah, have potential to age. And when it comes to specific styles, dependent upon site, Greco produces many styles of wine. And Tufo, on the higher, steeper sites, wines can show elegant and mineral-focused elements. And Montefusco, at lower elevations, wines demonstrate more structure and weight. That makes complete sense, of course. And that is what you need to know about Greco, the grape, not the group. Now, Amelia's in the studio. Let's welcome Amelia. Welcome, Amelia. How are you? Hi, nice. I'm good. Okay, Victoria. Yes, Victoria. Yeah, with the G, with the C. Okay. Not two Ts. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, too. So, we're on a little trend here. We're talking to some people post via exam, post yes. the Vinitaly Academy exam, yes. which is very intense. Yes. <laughs> and so I see you're still coming down. Yeah. <laughs> I have my brain all blank. I, I don't know <laughs> what's the exam. You don't need to think about done. it. <laughs> okay. you, you, Stop. You, yeah, Stop. it's done. What's submitted. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to save you the pain of having to reflect on the emotions yeah. you're experiencing. Yeah. Blank page. I, I need a Prosecco. Oh, yes. <laughs> you will be getting lots of bubbles very shortly. Okay. Um, so, where are you traveling from? Uh, I come from Taiwan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. I get really excited. And I probably have said this on the podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. But my good family friend, she's like an auntie to me. She's yeah. Taiwanese. Oh, great. Yes. So, I grew up and she'd always like teach me things like because um, oh, okay. we eat together. So, I always oh. get really excited. <laughs> have you ever been to Taiwan? No. I no. want to go. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome to Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's one trip I have to do. Yeah. Yes. Quite long, but. <laughs> but the best, like the food, I mean, I've never been there, but mm. from what I know and have eaten back home in yes. New York and New Jersey. Yes. It's just fantastic, like the street yeah. food and the. Yeah. Also in Taiwan, you can find all the Chinese food, mm-hmm. but you don't have to travel a lot. So you can find in Taipei, in ah. a small town, and you can find all you want to eat. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a dream. They are all delicious. <laughs> I'm just, I, I love, and also a fun fact that a lot of people don't know, despite mm-hmm. its popularity, yeah. is boba, like bubble tea, bubble tea. is oh, Taiwanese. Yes, bubble tea is Taiwanese. I know. <laughs> and, and nobody knows, like not nobody, a lot yeah. of people don't know that because oh. it's so popular. Yes. They like, you know, you forget the roots. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always like, it's Taiwanese. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's Taiwanese bubble tea. You yes. like bubble tea? I, yes, I love bubble okay. tea. I don't drink it as much as when mm-hmm. I was little like yeah. not that little but yeah <laughs> now um i don't know there must be bubble tea in verona i haven't looked for it I, there probably is verona i am i haven't seen it. do you like bubble tea oh when i was younger <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> when i was young no it's too too much color <laughs> yeah it's 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 a it's it's a weird it depends on the flavor too yeah yeah. I used to like this one that was like a green tea yogurt yeah. bubble oh, tea. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. it, this one place made it by my high school when I was yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah a teen. And I, I would walk there. It was so good. <laughs> cool. Well, okay. so how did you 
getting begin yeah get into Italian wine okay that's what that would be a long story but I'm <laughs> short uh, I came to Italy almost almost 20 years ago yeah so I live I I used to live living in Italy for more than t- almost 10 years wow so I was study here and I work in Milano for for many years and from then I I eat a lot of Italian food, drink a lot of, a lot of Italian wine. I think my first wine in my life is is in Italy. So, uh, but after ten years, I go back to Taiwan. And then suddenly, I don't have more Italian wine, so I miss it. I I miss a lot Italian wine, Italian food, and then I start to find in Taiwan where other white people in Taiwan and I start to to go to the course WSET and some testing dinner and then I do also some how to say the uh, translation mm-hmm. for Italian and Chinese and by that uh, I I used to work with ITA mm-hmm. okay when they invite some Italian winemaker or the wine, winery owner come to Taiwan, I do translation for them. Oh, so wow. from them, I heard a lot of Italian wine story. And then I think, wow, that's a very interesting world. And I so miss Italy. So from them, I start to learn about more Italian wine. That's it. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's almost, I think, 10 years ago, I started to study Italian wine. And I come back very, very often. Before mm-hmm. before COVID, I come to Italy very often. Maybe the highest rank is seven times per year. Wow. Just go to visit winery in Italy, other wine testing to learn more Italian wine. So yeah. it's like you never left Italy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you that, lived here for 10 oh, years. I think <laughs> only the three years in the COVID time, three years, I, I didn't come to, oh my gosh. I cannot come back to Italy. So so it, I'm so excited mm-hmm. this time to Verona. It's after three years I come back. So <laughs> Were you stocked up on enough Italian wine for three years? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have enough Italian wine in Taiwan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I I start my my company mm. for import Italian wine ah, okay. from eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So I have a own company. I import almost mm, more than 100 articles of Italian wine. Wow. Yeah. From all over Italy? Uh, yeah, the majority. That's yeah. amazing. And yeah. oh well, that got you through. Good thing you had your business because if you yeah. didn't have, I mean, I know we had delays with shipping, of course. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that nightmare in COVID, but yeah. you had access to Italian wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah. least you had that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in these three years, uh, I we do a lot of things also in Taiwan to promote Italian wine. In, in those three years, I think also Italian wine in Taiwan market has increased a lot. Really? Very. Really, and, and does that mostly um, you see restaurants serving it more yeah, or yeah, and people know know a little bit more in Italian wine, and 
I, uh, when we do the wine tasting or wine dinner, uh, the customer they they like how how I uh, talk to them the Italian wine stories. Mm. They they like to listen to me. So, oh, that's um, and how do you see? Do you find that um, young people in Taiwan are drinking wine, or is it a little harder? It's still very few, but I think it's now it's a trendy to to go to introduce the young people to mm-hmm. to learn more wine, not just Italian wine. Uh, I think it this will be the next stop for my business. Mm-hmm. We want to do more. Wine education. I think I will focus also in Italian wine for more uh, Italian wine education in Taiwan market for young people. Yeah, that's my next step for my yeah. business. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond. Meeting winemakers, eating local food, and taking in the scenery. Now back to the show. It's it's. I mean, it's it, it really important, um, especially because I don't know about in Taiwan, but mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. um, in the in, in the world, we yeah. see that a lot of people are drinking less wine yeah people which is sometimes we don't realize it because we're in communities of wine mm-hmm. drinkers yeah so we're like people are drinking less wine <laughs> you're like all oh, my friends drink wine but you, you forget there's like a couple <laughs> extra billion people on this planet yeah. <laughs> besides yeah. your five wine friends <laughs> so going back to food because i love talking about yeah. food but do you find that well, is there like an Italian wine and a Taiwanese food pairing that comes to mind for you? Or is that kind of tricky? A lot of. There's a lot. A lot of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the wine dinner, I, I, I done many, many wine dinner. Most thing I like not pair Italian wine with Italian cushion. That's, mm-hmm. that's too easy. <laughs> so I like to pair Italian wine with all the Taiwanese food. Also seafood. We have a lot of seafood. Also, uh, how to say hapat. Oh yes, yeah hapat and also a uh, spicy hapat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think also the street food. Mm-hmm. We uh we try to combine. I I don't know if you know uh, the street food fried tempura. Oh you know? yeah, tempura. Yeah yeah tempura yes, fried. Yeah. We we try with pros- prosecco. That was mm-hmm. very very oh yeah very good. And also fried fried chicken. Mm-hmm. That is also very. Oh yes. There are many. I think Italian wine wine is so go uh, how to say increased so so fast in this in this last year. I think it's all in Taiwan. I think it's because also Italian wine is very pair very well with Taiwanese food instead of French wine. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. It's quite difficult to to pair with street food or you have all seafood. It's 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 too difficult. But in Taiwan, we we eat a lot every day. <laughs> we eat uh, seafood, the street food, or all the all the Taiwanese food. Very few people they can eat every day Italian food or French food. So, I think it's people like Italian wine because it's easier to to pair with what what we eat. 
And is yeah. that because of Italian wine's versatility? Because there's so many different kinds? Yes, yes, yes. So we just learned the, <laughs> the course. There are so many kinds of wine in Italy. If we, we know how to choose, mm-hmm. we can really find very good quality and good price. Yeah. And uh, good test. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think... Yes. Even just given like you're talking about like all the fried goodness in, yeah, in yeah. Taiwanese street food. Yeah, yeah. It's like we in Italy have not even just the main, you know, sparkling wine producing zones yeah. that we know, mm. you know, Francia Corta, si. Tropo Favese, Altalanga. Mm. But you also have other uh, regions and areas producing sparklings, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we all know like a good dry, like sparkling tastes great with fried food. Yeah. And I is. think that's such a, a good, actually, this is such a great way to market Italian wine because who mm. doesn't like fried food, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> like if you yes. put fried chicken or, you know, for the vegans out there, fried tofu. Well, which I love. I do love fried tofu. Oh, yeah, I'm not trying okay. to be mean about that. I actually the like fried stinky tofu. One? Yeah, yeah, I, the stinky one? Yeah. The stinky tofu. Do you know, like? I've never you tried try the stinky one. Okay. I want to try it one day. Okay. It'll, it'll, yes. <laughs> I, I eat all the weird stuff. I do. Okay. Yeah. Like, so it, when I come to Taiwan, you can uh, put me through it all. I will eat it all. <laughs> Uh, stinking fr- tofu, we can also try one, one way to pay it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. <laughs> well, as we're starting to wrap up our discussion slowly, I have a good... This is actually me being a little selfish on this podcast. Yeah. While you were living in Italy, did you yeah. find any good places to eat for Taiwanese food or Chinese food, or was it hard? When I live in Milano, yeah, there are one or two Taiwanese mm-hmm. Chinese food. So it, it's a little bit different Taiwanese food and yes, and very Chinese, different. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, there are there were there were some, but when I was in in Italy, I eat more Italian food mm-hmm. because also in Italy there are many many delicious food. So oh yes, I'm not I'm not eat a lot of Chinese food when uh, Taiwanese food when when I was in, in Milan. Absolutely. No, that makes that makes complete sense because mm. it's like something you know, and you can also cook at home. Yeah. You know, a lot of things. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that was just me trying to be like, where can I go eat? But, <laughs> uh, uh, no, you're absolutely right. There's a major difference in, in um, you know, different. Obviously, Italy is different, but um, there is a similarity in that. Um, you know, Taiwan being its own sovereignty, its own island yeah. has a completely different history and culture. And like, yeah. you know, you look at somewhere like Sicily, yeah. you know, yes. it's like Sicily is the same in that yeah. respect of the food and, yeah. and the drinking and mm. um, the culture and uh, Italy is so diverse, you know. Yes. And so, um, yeah, a lot of people like to group things together. And yes. um, <laughs> I like I'm always I'm always trying to educate the best I can to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, it's so important. And I think food and wine is one of the best ways to do that. Yes, yes. yes it makes everyone really. happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> food and wine is good friend. They are good friends. They're best yeah. friends. Yeah, they're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Later I have to take some drink. <laughs> oh, yes. No, you have yeah. bubbles coming your yeah. way. <laughs> I, I, I know because I did the via course and I remembered mm-hmm. after the okay. pinning ceremony mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. started opening bottles and after all that anxiety, you're like, give it to me. <laughs> But it's also right. wonderful because everyone's like yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I really enjoy this this course because I I already done the via course two thousand eighteen in Chengdu, and I already certificate the ambassador. Oh, I, I just repass again because I know the the course already changed and mm. we we new, a lot of new things. So I would like to 
to Peso again. And I'm very enjoying this this five days. Now I feel a little bit sad that the, the, the course is finished because I think in, in this course, I uh, learned I learn a lot of things and I'm in a place I don't have to worry about my 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 company. I just do what what I really love to do. Yeah, I, I really love to learn Italian wine and I I like to the Shenzhen's story. Mm-hmm. That was very fantastic. So I'm very happy in, in, in this five days. Absolutely. <laughs> I, and I always say, I think one of the best things about VIA yes. is the community environment yes. and mm-hmm. like that, not like the education you receive in that environment and you yeah. feel really enriched and very yeah. excited. Yeah. And I remember at when I, we finished the last day of VIA, mm-hmm. I was so sad it ended. Yeah. Like I was like, I could be here for like a month. Can we do camp? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, now I feel a little bit sad because the, the course is finishing, but I think maybe we can see each other other <laughs> times. Absolutely. And you're always welcome, like, the, again, to come back to Gita, the, the Gita Scholastica's. Oh, yes. Yeah. Highly recommend. I yeah. ran, I was a coordinator on two of the trips. Uh, I, I, once I went to Etna, uh, 2019. Oh, Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was my last travel in Italy. I mean, that's a beautiful least yeah, yeah. note, yeah, at least that's... Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on the Etna trip this past year. Oh, it was, okay, yeah. It's okay. amazing, uh, the Gita Scholasticas, um, yeah. <laughs> which for anyone listening in, um, if you are part of the VIA community, which means you've taken the exam and you passed it or failed it, you don't have to be an ambassador, <laughs> you can apply to go on the Gita Scholasticas, which are educational trips to various wine regions. They do change every year, but the one to Etna usually stays the same because of Etna. the uh, Taromina Gourmet, which happens, a really fun event. She's yes. nodding. She's like, yes, she remembers all that good food yes. and the sunshine. So if you're thinking about Via or have done Via, I highly suggest. <laughs> yes. The Gitas are the greatest part. Oh, no. Yeah. Th- one of the greatest parts. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Amelia. Okay, I'm so I'm happy yes. to, to talk with you. <laughs> I'm so happy to talk with you too. And um, I'm going to let you go and enjoy your free time before pinning ceremony. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Ciao, everyone. Okay, ciao, ciao. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast, available anywhere you can get your pods.